Yo, this is the ancient Texan. The other day I was watching a pointy for Biden who was asked questions about Israel and the Palestinians. And today, or yesterday, I got a very good article from the Israeli Information Center for Human Rights in the Occupied Territory. And they have a, a name that I can't say, Beth Selim, is a Jewish-based nonprofit organization whose stated goals are to document human rights violations in the Israeli-occupied territories, combat denial of the existence of such violations, and help to create a human rights culture in Israel. Its directive director is Hagi El Ad. Pardon if I... I know I don't say that right. Well, this article I got, the title of it is A Regime of Jewish supremacy from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. This is apartheid. Uh, If you read this article and keep an open mind, um, it really should make you question both the United States and the Democratic Party's position with regard to Israel. It's all right to support Israel um, as a military ally, but I think if this article's true, and I, I think the things that are in this article can be independently verified. Um, and if you wanna know the truth and the facts, I think you're going to reach a conclusion similar to mine. Maybe not exactly, but I think this is an ethical issue. It's a value issue, and I think the Democratic Party fails miserably with regard to its current policy. This article is packed full of details about the law in uh, Israel and the West Bank and Gaza and the different levels of citizenship in the different regions. And if you can go through, I think you have to do one of two things with this information. You have to go through and say none of this is true and deny that what they're describing here are the laws and the facts. Or you have to say that the Democratic Party has a huge ethical issue with the way they support Israel.
So I'm going to break this down. It's eight pages, and I'm just going to do. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be about three uh, webinars. So if you don't like this, skip ahead or go somewhere else. Uh, but if you're interested in the ethical issues and values that uh, apartheid creates, um, I invite you to either look up this article, and it shouldn't be that hard to find, A Regime of Jewish Supremacy from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. This is Apartheid. Written by Beth Thesilum, are the another word for it is the Israeli Information Center for Human Rights. You can find this article. Um, there's discussions on it, and you can decide for yourself whether what's being said here is true or not, and if it fits your values. So we're going to go just into an introduction today. More than 14 million people, half of them Jews and the other half Palestinians, live between the Jordan River and the Mediterranean Sea under a single unit, or at least that's the story. The common perception in public, political, and legal and media discourse is that there's two separate regions that operate side by side in this area, separated by the Green Line. One regime inside the borders of the sovereign state of Israel is a permanent democracy with a population of about 9 million, all Israeli citizens. In the other regime, based on the territories that Israel took over in 1967, whose final status was supposed to be determined in future negotiation is a temporary military occupation imposed on 5 million Palestinian subjects. So that's the story right now. There's two territories. It's the official story, might I add. One is Israel proper, and then the other is territory that they temporarily took over. Although if you'll do your math, 67, wait, 77, 87, 97, 207, 217, 55 years, temporary. 55 years of temporary military occupation. But this article argues that that's not a good representation of what exists now in Israel. Over time, the distinction between the two regimes has grown divorced from reality. This is not an accurate description of what exists in Israel today. Hundreds of thousands of Jewish settlers now reside in permanent settlements east of the Green Line living as though they were west of it. East Jerusalem has been officially annexed to Israel's sovereign territory, and the West Bank has been annexed in practice. Okay, so part of this territory that was for the Palestinians is now 
occupied and controlled by, well, all of it's controlled by Israel. Okay. Most importantly, the distinction obfuscates the fact that the entire area between Mediterranean Sea and Jordan is organized under a single principle, advancing and cementing the, the supremacy of one group, Jews over another, Palestinians. All this leads to the conclusion that there are not two parallel regimes that simply happen to uphold the same principle. There is one regime governing the entire area and the people living in it based on a single organizing principle. The Israelis control all of the territory and they have set into place a set of laws and principles that say the Jews are superior to the Palestinians. This article is about the details of the distinctions of what it means to be an Israeli or a Palestinian. And we're going to find out there's four different levels of Palestinians, depending on which is mainly um, based on which geographic area you are. Each of them have a different set of rights. All the rights are controlled by the Israelis. When Ben to Salem, this institution, uh, the Center for Human Rights, they first started out just looking at the West Bank and East Jerusalem and the Gaza Strip and they didn't address human rights that were actually inside of the sovereign part or the original part of Israel. The regime's organizing principle has gained, visible in some areas as evidenced by basic law, Israel. The nation state of the Jewish peace people passed in 2018 our open talk of formally annexing parts of the West Bank. Pardon my reading there. The terms we have used in recent years to describe the situation, such as prolonged occupation or a one-state reality, are no longer adequate. To continue effectively fighting human rights violation, it is essential to examine and define the regime that governs, governs the entire area. Basically, this says their mandate was just to look at the West Bank and look for human right violations. Now their mandate is to look at the whole state of Israel and look for human right violations and to look at the laws that exist that are on the book uh, and how they're carried out in practice and look at human right violations. This paper analyzes how the Israeli regime works to advance its goals in the area under its control. 
And it's not this. It states up front this article is not going to go into the whole history of how we arrived at this spot and the who deserves what and all that. It's simply going to look at the laws that exist, how they're implemented, and then let you make a decision whether it's fair, it fits your value system. And if it's fair to call it an apartheid system similar to South Africa, and you can give it another name, but the main thing is, look at the laws and listen to what the laws are in Israel, and how the law is different between Israelis, and I believe four, maybe five different categories of Palestinians as defined by the Israelis. Based primarily on geographic location, and once you know the laws and how they're enforced on the different levels of citizenship, or residency, or occupied territory person. You make your judgment about human human rights. Okay, we're going to look at one more thing as a kind of introduction, and then we'll come back and do this in more in more detail in the next one. And the title of the section is "Divide, Separate, Rule." The entire area between the Mediterranean Sea and the Jordan River, the Israeli regime implements laws, practices, and state violence designed to cement the supremacy of one group, Jews, over another, Palestinians. A key method in pursuing this goal is engineering space differently for each group. Jewish citizens live as though the entire area were a single space, excluding the Gaza Strip. The Green Line means next to nothing for them, whether they live west of it within Israel's sovereign territory or east of it, in settlements not formally annexed to Israel. It's irrelevant. Irrelevant. To their rights or status, okay. For a Jew, except for the Gaza Strip, you can pretty much go anywhere you want to, and your rights are the same in all territories. In contrast, where the Palestinians live is crucial. It's divided. Israel has divided. It into let's say four regions, and given different rights to each group of people in those regions. Israeli rights, the Jews' rights, remain constant across all of them. The Jewish citizen, and we're going to learn there's actually a Jewish citizen that uh, lived in the sovereign area that's not. Jewish is Palestinian, and they're called citizens. However, they don't have full citizen rights. 
so when we come back on the next broadcast, we're going to look at uh, four different areas and how the laws are different for Palestinians in each of these. And there's a very strong hierarchy uh, between these areas. There's like a pecking order. For instance, if you live in one of the higher areas, you're allowed to go to live in a lower area, but you can't come back. The people in the lower areas, like Gaza is, is the scumville, you're not allowed to go move into any of the upper uh, areas as defined for, uh, by the Israelis. Now that alone ought to be kind of making something stick in your craw. So... I think it's very relevant at the moment that we're picking secretaries of state and stuff that for the Democratic Party that are living in this dream world uh, that there's two Palestinian, there's two states, the occupied area and then the Israeli, and that one day the occupied area uh, will get to be their own country. Like, not that it hadn't happened in 55 years, but the reality is not even that. Uh, people are being ruled right now in their little box and given rights by the Israelis. The people at the top of that pecking order have rights that are a little bit less than Israeli rights, but still less. All the way down to where there's military occupation, troops in the street, and every aspect of their life is controlled. Very, very similar to what's happening in Hong Kong and what's happening uh, with the Uyghurs in northern China and very similar to what happened in South Africa. And I think you almost have to be fuzzy brain not to see it. You have to take a whole pill, and it's a purple pill, because it's on both sides. It's not just, if you want to bash Republicans, you can call it the red pill. If you want to bash Democrats, you can call it the blue pill, but it's the purple pill that all Americans are supposed to swallow. I missed my dose this morning. And I want to suggest that you stop swallowing your purple pill when it has to do with Israel and spend some time and get into the details and see if we're supporting a system that is unethical. This is the ancient Texan asking you to evaluate your values and make comments and tell me I'm full of garbage about this if you want to. At WileyFoxes.com Anyway, I would uh, hope all of you are having a good day and sorry to challenge you make you think, but I think it's important to 
kind of constantly look at our values and say, are these what we want American values to be? Is this what we want the Democratic Party to be? Is this we want our own personal beliefs to be in light of the facts that exist? Anyway, I'm telling you what an article says and I challenge you to find out if it's true because if it is true, we need to make some changes. And I think it's pretty easy to verify the facts in this article. This is the ancient Texan. Namaste. Yo, this is the ancient Texan, an earthling, hoping we all can learn to live and play well together on this small and delicate planet we call home. May we all honor the sacred in our fellow inhabitants. Namaste.